Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our fresh and favorite series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome. <laughs> so, you know, no more fresh and favorites. We, we, well, well, we I have mean, a little... It, it yeah. might be yes and. I mean, uh, Special effects. Say, yeah. yeah. We're so uh, close to the new series with the Cure and Parents that we're just, we're tapering. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tapering. Okay, we're guys. blending. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps. It's a weave. Uh, yeah. It's like a... You know, if you you were shaving it, you know, like a okay. like a lamb, then like a lamb. <laughs> I, I wasn't going with the lamb. I was yeah. going with shave ice. I, I, know, I, kinda, I don't know. I, I oh, we man. had delete, something there, and then delete. You're shaving a lamb. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys you like the shave ice? You, I I do. I do. If like you put it. the ice cream under it, and then you pour that over top, yeah, yeah I do. That works. Oh, I do like it. Wow. I like most sugar, so that's a yeah. In Hawaii, um, it's very good. Oh, well. I mean, you can yeah, get I mean, sick. Anything, yeah. yeah. but it's very good. Yeah, yeah. anything in Hawaii, yeah, yeah, I guess. And it's better than the chipped ice, like the snow cone with, like, the chunks. Oh, yeah. That's no good. Oh, but and the uh, shaved, shaved ice, ice. is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, upgrade. Mm-hmm. Wow. You guys, we continue on Fresh and Favorites yep. for probably... What, a couple more weeks? Probably so, yeah. Something like that. And we're in uh, Romans 5. You just preached on this, John. So yeah, this nothing is a gets much more fresh than con- this one. Continuation. Right, John. Yeah. This could be a monologue today. Yeah, yeah I mean, you This is both fresh and favorite. It's kind of cheating. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, oh, I, was, I was just telling these guys that, that uh, what an incredible, it's almost like it's a clinic by Paul as he gets to the start of 5. And he's he's talking about the results of justification, which would be, Sanctification. How how is justification? Once we believe that, how does it map out? And uh, so, so David, read these yeah. verses. So I'll read verses one through five, then of chapter five. It says, "Therefore, having been justified by faith, uh, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand." And we exult in hope of the glory of Mm. God. Mm. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. Mm. (laughs) Wow, where do you want to start? Well, I, I, I'll, let me start with it, it's just all this. Um, it, it's like we have this position new now with God that we get to live out every day. And the first one, when it said peace with God, I've just yeah, peace with God. And then I read somewhere that it's with is this idea of pros, P-R-O-S mm-hmm. in the Greek, that is the idea of facing, that we have peace mm-hmm. facing God, that, that this, this justification has made it now um, where I never have to be ashamed and never have to turn away and never, no matter what I've done 
or what I've been doing, do I ever have to say, I, I stay for a few seconds and now I have to turn away. It's just too much. And it also, that very statement shows me a God who says, I will not overwhelm you and I will not shame you and I will not um, make you feel like you can only stay for a limited amount of time. So th- that in itself stunned me of uh, that, that he intentionally put that in there. Uh, and, and then he says, this grace that we're talking about now that allows us to happen, it, it's what makes us stand. It, it actually causes us to stand no matter what is going on. It's the, it's the very essence of what causes us to be able to make it through all this that life can throw at us. You know, and yet when you say we are facing God and, and facing him in a sense of being bound together mm-hmm. with him in this mm-hmm. peace, mm-hmm. for a, a lot of folks, I would think that's, that's not necessarily the first happy thought because of the way they grew up with perhaps their family of origin, their, their father or maybe missing father. How does this represent good news to someone like that? Well, I was thinking about how in the very end of verse 5, it says, the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And the the concept that keeps being fresh for me of there is no way for the Holy Spirit to abide in something that isn't perfectly right, holy, accepted, um, that, that we are hmm. already what we are going to be as far as uh, our acceptance to Christ. And I, that's not something that we ever feel on this earth with, with people fully. Even if somebody could give that to us fully, it's, it's impossible for us to, to trust it, right? So maybe we can't trust God like that, but he is trustworthy in that. And he has said, I am giving you the surest sign, and not only a sign, but the surest life inside of you, that you get to not only have this come upon you, but it's in you, always in you, no question, not leaving. Um, that level of acceptance is is something different. Yeah. So that's well, that's one thing. Yes, it is. That's a that's a, excellent. I think too that when when we think about the Holy Spirit and His role and reminding us that we have been as this text says, reconciled to God, that there, we're no longer enemies. Mm-hmm. And while we were, it was he who initiated dying for us yep. and caring for us and justifying us and making us right with him so that we can have this peace, this facing mm-hmm. peace mm-hmm. with God. But I think it's, it's, a, it's a journey. It's a long process. Will you hear it? Even, like you were saying, not everybody is this their first thought. You hear it even when someone's getting grace. They still, we still, can say, oh, I should be by now understanding right. this or living out of it more. I should be. What's, what's, why can't I grab it? It still is that I don't match up. There's something yeah. uniquely wrong with me. And, uh, and it's that very thought that makes it difficult to believe that I could keep 
full face standing in front of him and that he would stay with me with no hurry to go anywhere. There are no shoulds. There is no amount of time uh, that that he's saying, well, you might want to turn away now. You are a little bit disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. The overwhelming, overwhelming reality when you put that with the Holy Spirit together with we stand in this and we get to face him. It, so much so that he says, this causes us to exalt. When we think about it during the day, it, it the picture of jumping up in the air, yeah. that it rejoicing, it, and, it catches yeah. us off guard with how can how can it be that my relationship with God could be this way? That in part is why I like uh, the translation that says, "and hope does not put us to shame." Yes, I yeah. like it. It's not far from the Greek to yeah. say That's right. it does not put us down. It does not cause us to be condemned. It does not cause us to be embarrassed. Why would he say that? I've I've often, as I've looked at that, why would hope, because of what we've had before with disappointed hope, is is what would cause us to ever fear that this beautiful thing called hope could put us to shame? Yes. Well, haven't we had all of us? We've had people that we hoped in who have let us down, and we have done the same to them. Right, And so that hope deferred, as Proverbs said, it makes the heart sick. And we have had much hope that has put us yeah. to shame. Or maybe even hope that was predicated on us being able to perform. Yes. And so that puts us to shame when our hope doesn't come about because we weren't able to live up to what it was, opportunity or, you know, whatever it may be. And so God's measure, it's really hard to believe that it would be different. That's right. Or it, even if you it's do kind believe of like it, we, it. We could have betrayed ourselves, yeah. not just other people betraying yeah, us. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so let me introduce yeah. you to a hope, my friends, Paul saying, that does not have the capacity. It's not in its DNA to put, ever put you to shame. That's it. No matter what. And yet, John, it, it starts with sufferings. Yeah. So it, how, well, do, yeah, how do we get to that? Isn't that crazy? He says, well, oh, there's something else we exalt in. Mm. Our tribulations, uh, the literally tight passages that, that we can't seem to get through, that are chronic, that are uh, uh, don't resolve easily, that are not easily understood, that don't make sense with the prayers that we ask. And he says, let me tell you why we can exalt. And he goes through this pattern that is incredible, that makes sense to me. If, if this passage wasn't in Scripture, I'd have, in Romans eight twenty eight, we'd have a lot harder time making sense of tribulation. But when he says, tribulations give the opportunity for endurance to happen. It produces endurance. If I yeah. don't yeah. run, it creates endurance, that ability to stay under, to trust others with me, to not run, to not bail, to not moral out, to not... uh, And he says, then that endurance does something. It produces in me a proven character, uh, an integrity. And And, and and, who's it prove it to? In that the beauty is it's not God. In fact, the, the verb itself says it's a testing that has the result guaranteed that you're going to pass it. Yeah. So it's he already knows. He already knows who he's got. But it's to us that I'm being proven to me and to you. 
Um, and I need that when I've been through these trials, these absolutely. sufferings. And, and, and I long, the, the thing I've longed for most in my children, in my friendships, is that I would get to influence. Hmm. And I can't influence if I'm not trusted. And so this very thing, proven character, allows people to watch me over time if I'll just stay under and, and let endurance have its way. I actually get proven to other people so that they will trust me with them, the thing I've wanted most. It's fantastic. This is the, as it says, is a great paragraph of hope. And, uh, you know, we all go through hopeless times and dark tunnels. And so for this text from Paul today, to be able to say, in these sufferings, you will come out with a hope that That's does right. not disappoint, That's that right. does not put to shame. And it, and it also gives uh, uh, an understanding that my tribulations are not random, that they're yes. not, if I get enough of them, they're going to destroy me, that God actually takes that which came from the fall and comes from the evil one and is now turning it around for what I wanted all my life. <laughs> and that spells peace for me. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the TrueFace podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support TrueFace financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit TrueFace.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit TrueFace.store.